You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Eventually, every queen finds herself in unfamiliar territory outside the castle walls. In Blair Waldorf's case, the village. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we watch season two, episode 22, Southern Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Original air date was April 27th of 2009, written by Leila Gerstein and directed by Patrick Norris. The summary for the episode, Georgina Sparks returns to the Upper East Side after undergoing a major transformation. Chuck and Nate find themselves at a major crossroads in their friendship as it pertains to their mutual interest in Blair. Serena finds her relationship with Gabriel growing more complicated. I thought that was a pretty awful summary, to be honest. That's what IMDb gives me. Yeah. Um, or not IMDb, I'm sorry, the Gossip Girl wiki page. But it's it's very, very, I mean, we know it's very uh, general, but I don't see that as a good summary for the episode. But, you know. No, luckily they have us to sum it up for them. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) The Glassful of Gossip tonight is, I I thought this was pretty funny. Uh, It's called Butter. (laughs) Butter? Yeah. Um, I felt like I had to give my girl Alex Gornichelli's restaurant an extra shout out today because... They mentioned the restaurant Butter maybe three or four times in the episode, and they have mentioned it a bunch on the show prior. Um, but the drink that is called Butter, I was inspired by a golden latte or a golden milk latte. And if you don't know what that is, generally it's some sort of milk. Um, you can use almond milk, turmeric for the yellow color, or ginger. It also has ginger in it. Uh, the recipe that I liked also has cinnamon and black pepper, and you blend it all together to make this awesome latte. It's great for anti-inflammatory purposes. I actually had the most delicious golden latte when I was in Greenport uh, this past fall with Randy, and the restaurant's called Bruce and Son. This latte was so beautiful. They had lavender sprig on top. I'm actually going to mm-hmm. post it with my glassful of gossip image for the week because it's just so pretty and everyone should see it um but i know michelle really digs golden milk lattes as well so i figured she can make her own version and i'll put it up on uh instagram i will i cannot wait i kind of i made one a couple of weeks ago and i used my milk frother and Mm. so the foam was beautiful and it was this gorgeous color and I was like, I have to take a picture of it, of course. Yeah. But really, I just love, love, love the color that comes out of it. And then that inspired me. I've been wanting to buy, not to go down this wormhole, be quick, right. I promise, but <laughs> the butterfly pea, because then you can make moon milk and mm. moon milk lattes. And so then it's like the purple milk latte oh, and, the, yeah. and the blue milk latte. But anyway, it's very soothing. I've I drink it at night, and I and it definitely helps your muscles and all of that. Yeah, it's great. Um, Randy and I drank and eat a lot of turmeric 
for anti-inflammatory purposes and it truly does help like regardless yeah. if you're drinking it in tea or if you're drinking or using the fresh turmeric and you're grating it it's very very messy I'll give you guys a PSA now yes um, powder is more user-friendly but it's such a good incorporation into your diet just sprinkling it on foods I don't mean for this to be a turmeric podcast episode (laughs) Um, but it truly does help and it's definitely an acquired taste I didn't generally like it and then the more I found out how good it was for you the more I enjoy it so just try it and you guys can send us pictures I will post them I love uh, seeing what you guys create for your glass full of gossips So we can go into the episode. Our first scene is Nate and Blair. They're going on a walk in Greenwich Village to look around the NYU campus because it is confirmed that Blair got into NYU. So that's where she'll be going in the fall. Yes. Nate wants to show Blair all of the good spots that he's become familiar with throughout the years and also mentions to her that the subway would be the fastest way for them to get back and forth between their both of their campuses. <laughs> Which, because right now it's like a long distance relationship. It, right, it's long distance. And us New Yorkers know that, yes, the subway is the absolute quickest way you can get places. It's not the you know most glamorous way by any means, but Blair is horrified by this and denies this really even being an option because it's only for middle class people and mole people and she won't (laughs) ever ride the subway for Nate. We pan over to an antique shop. Rufus is with Dan and Jenny. They are shopping I guess and Rufus is telling them to pick out something special and he's in a super chipper mood. He claims that the gallery is going to be listed for three times what he bought it for and so he can send them both safely to college and also have money left over. Dan notices Rufus checking out a ring in the case and doesn't purchase it, but Dan does make a mention to tell Jenny that their dad was looking at a ring. So, you know, we might get a little proposal coming up. Are you excited? Wedding bells. Yeah, <laughs> of course I'm excited. I like them together. Me too. I think they make sense and it's been a long time coming. Definitely. Oh, years. Like 30 years yeah. in the making. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. At the Vanderwoodsons, Serena and Blair are talking about her new man, Gabriel, how he keeps canceling plans or leaving early to work, which is obviously annoying to Serena as it would be to anyone. Blair is confused why this would be such a big deal and then Serena does mention that well they sort of kind of got married so (laughs) Blair is like wait 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 he's bailing on you and you're basically his wife this is not okay and no big deal Blair is determined to find out what Gabriel is up to which we know Serena isn't into yes at a park this scene made me lol uh, Chuck and Nate are playing a pathetic game of basketball, and Nate is trying to not really make it awkward in telling Chuck about the nair issues, and Chuck makes some snarky remark about letting Blair stay at his place at the palace, and but then ultimately does assure him 
does assure Nate that he has his back and it's okay to confide in him about Blair because he is out of this game. <laughs> what do you think um, about that? <laughs> yeah, but also we need to take a moment to just take in the visual oh of my these God. two. Chuck looked like a grandpa. He looked like an 80-year-old man. In his velour tracksuit. And then Nate was dressed appropriately, but they both were in purple and navy tones. Like, they matched for this occasion. I know. And just, I found, God forgive me, (laughs) I found Chuck to be very unattractive in this entire episode. Agreed. Um, Same. For some reason, he's he's truly dressing the same way he always does, but... He needs to get a haircut for one. His hair is way too long. And in seasons to come, you will see, you will become more thirsty, I promise. But I don't know. I, that, I know. Okay. Personality wise, it's hard <laughs> to judge. But look wise, or, you know, Ed Westwick, I should say, he does go through this like glow up and does. He's a very attractive guy. So the way they dress him, it makes him look very short, very stocky, yes. very yes. old. And not appealing. <laughs> Sorry. But just the velour tracksuit. Yeah. Like, and a polo underneath. And why? And, and a popped just, collar. <laughs> it just doesn't strike me that Chuck would be down for a game of ball. Right. And it's, he's like, doesn't lift a finger. So to me, playing a, ba- a game of basketball, potentially getting dirty and falling on the ground, like that doesn't seem like a Chuck thing to do. No. And we do introduce this as like a sport he does play in the first season. I don't know if you remember, but it was like initiation night. And that's when we first meet Carter and they all play I basketball. Don't. And I just and that's when you made fun of his basketball garb. And oh, yeah, yeah. OK, right. And like it just doesn't seem like something Chuck would do. Like it's so beneath him to play a game of basketball or even care about sports in general. It just it because doesn't make then sense. He played he played squash, right? Yeah. Like, squash to me. That's more Chuck. I'm like, okay, Chuck, this seems where you would roll, but basketball does not seem Agreed. Right. Totally agree. You guys let us know what you think. Uh, that night at the Vanderwoodsons, Serena and Gabriel are having dinner with Rufus and Lily. Gabriel is spitting some bullshit about his family and, of course, makes a great impression on the folks. He also mentions what he's been working on and... It's apparently he's trying to get internet access to developing worlds, and this is against his family's legacy because his family legacy was in the tobacco company. And just as Rufus makes the suggestion of a corny movie to add to this whole corny scene, uh, Gabriel says he has to get back to work, and of course that leaves Serena disappointed. She's like, you can't just you know, stay for 80 minutes. It's about how long movies take these days. Gabriel is insistent on going back to work. And Serena is upset, like we all would be, you know, like you're spending time with their family and you want them to get to know this person, but they decide they want to leave. Right. On the street outside, Blair is spying on the Vanderwoods and penthouse gathering and of course runs into chuck he's arriving home she tells him how she doesn't trust gabriel and that she's determined to catch him in a lie she just knows something is up and chuck kind of agrees like "Mm, yeah something's fishy with this guy 
And so, of course, to Blair's excitement, Gabriel leaves the Vanderwoodsons and immediately Poppy is running up into his arms. And Blair, being that the great schemer she is, gets to take a picture for proof. Like, Serena, we they need proof for her. because She's very blinded. Like, even Vic in the chat was saying, like, she's just completely blinded by gabriel and doesn't see anything but and this happens a lot to people who are in relationships and they don't really see what's going on and it's hard to for them to believe that there's ulterior motives with their now well sure i mean i probably wouldn't think so i'd be like oh okay i mean people of this caliber do work late nights he's trying to have a startup and grab investments there's a lot of work that goes right. into that yeah and also the, i also like, go ahead no i was just wanted to note that i loved that when blair was spying that chuck goes oh you're beret yeah what are you up to yeah, he she, automatically knew mm-hmm. oh he knows her like a buck and yeah. he said that that's like her her spy getup is the beret mm-hmm. which is so funny yeah yeah uh the next day Blair calls Serena to rat out Gabriel and Serena replies that, you know, she'll handle this on her own and Blair should pretty much focus on her own relationship with Nate. And as they're talking, Gabriel enters Serena's room to confess to her some bullshit. Right. Which, okay, I just wanted to, with him confessing, do you think, what would he, why do you think he decided to confess? Do you think he saw Blair see him. I know that's what I'm trying to because it, I mean it's stupid for Poppy to meet him right in front of the penthouse though. Right, you know, but maybe he was like, "Well, she's inside. Why would she know?" Yeah. But I, again, that is stupid. But maybe I don't know. Are they smart enough to do that? But apparently they are because she's an amazing actress. Uh, amazing. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, in this whole episode, I found it. As I said last week, it's an incredibly frustrating uh, plot because obviously we see Serena doesn't, she has the blinders on and I don't understand why we had to have about three scenes of Gabriel kind of apologizing to Serena. Like, obviously we know he's tricking Serena, but like the audience knows what he's up to. So it's like, right. It's like, I feel like they're almost trying to make you believe he's telling Serena the truth and like keep tricking you, but like. We know he has ulterior motives, so anything comes out that comes out of his mouth is bullshit. Agreed. So I don't know why we 100%. had to have so many different scenes of you know him talking to other people about the butter situation and like we because we know he's lying. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, in the first scene where he does finally confess to Serena about Poppy, you're almost question yourself and you're like, wait, maybe this is all. Right, but then he also says it's not romantic, and we can clearly see him, like, kiss her. Yes. So it's like, okay, but but it is. (laughs) Yeah, but then you're like, oh, wait, is he actually faking it with Poppy? And he's not, because I'm just saying, like, within the first scene, like you said, there's so many in this episode. The first one, you, as an audience member, like I did, I'm like, oh, maybe he is actually being truthful to Serena. I was like, no, he's a goober, and there's no way. Right, and I feel like maybe it was good on the writer's part to make the audience question what his motives were but every time he does say something I felt like maybe because I do know what happens like I'm like how is anyone believing this (laughs) but right they do yeah but to sum up this scene Serena 
does flat out ask Gabriel if he's sleeping with Poppy, in which he does deny that he is, and claims that he would never even like to see Poppy again, and only needs her investors in this, and but he can't tell Poppy he's with Serena because if she finds out, she'll be upset and she'll pull all of his investors and it just, it would be done for him. And so he pro- he asks Serena, please just give me a week with Poppy to figure it all out and get her, I'll, I'll tell her after a week is over. And then the best part about it to me is that Serena says that he lied to her and she hates liars. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> the basis of your relationship was you lying about being a Southern Belle with a different mm. name. And then that last episode, you tell Gabriel you're in a relationship with Dan. I'm like, bitch, you lie too she all lies the time. All the time. And I also laughed when she said that she has tried the two girlfriend thing. She can't do it. Uh- <laughs> Throwback to Aaron. Just so yeah. funny. And I even yep. said in the chat too, Gabriel is so far from what Serena normally goes for in a guy. He's very reserved and preppy, and Serena's just generally into those, you know, artist types like Dan, like uh, Aaron. So it's just, it's funny to see her with this type of guy. Yeah, but then again, she slept with Nate. Nate too. Yeah, but Nate's like a little bit dirtier, you know, like... <laughs> Uh, in a sense like gabriel's like rich so. dirty nate is more like eh. lost yeah He's i guess lost no i hear you, you on know? that but i just she, i don't know she annoyed me so much in this episode yeah like, every I mannerism know. everything annoyed me her with the lying and how she can't stand liars like you lied so much like you've said even with pad she lied right I, I, <laughs> and also the fact that she's just so headstrong and into gabriel you guys just started like last episode you were trying to get rid of him and then you're like okay no we're good because we're not married so we can make out and now we can date and here's my mom i know she just goes jumps like headstrong so quick to each thing and just she's so blinded by her decisions and then until it you know kicks her in the ass she's not gonna realize yeah yeah We have a scene at the Waldorfs where Blair is filling in Nate on what happened the night before about Gabriel and mentions that she did run into Chuck. Nate is surprised and clearly jealous that her and Chuck are speaking and Blair does promise that there's nothing to worry about. They both agree how much trust they have in their relationship and how lucky they are to have that. But you know, Nate's obviously right. not convinced in this, and Blair's trying to convince herself that they do, but ultimately, Nate is jealous and doesn't trust her. Yeah. We have a scene at the gallery. We get to see Vanessa again, who we haven't seen in, in a an episode or two. And hey, girl, she looks so cute. So cute. And she's like, I've been working. What have you been doing? And, like, her and Dan <laughs> catch up. He does tell her that he's now a caterator. Yeah. And Vanessa wants to tell Dan her little secret about sleeping with Chuck, but this gets interrupted by Jenny coming in and they're telling Vanessa about Rufus potentially proposing to Lily and they're really excited. The kids agree that it would be great for them and they've never seen their dad happier, so they wouldn't want to ruin that for him and so it's okay. 
But at this time, Rufus enters. He's on the phone, and his conversation is just not going well. To sum this up, Vanessa goes into, I guess, his office portion, wherever he's hanging out, and brings Rufus some coffee. Rufus does tell her that her job pretty much at the gallery is safe for now because he doesn't seem like he'll be able to sell the gallery for months, if that. And also because he's not touring anymore, no one wants to buy the Lincoln Hawk catalog and therefore there's just not going to be any money for Yale. So Vanessa realizes pretty much that he's willing to sell his life's work just so his kids can, you know, succeed and how honorable that is to have a father that would do that. And he admits that he stopped touring and he stopped doing it because he wanted to take care of his family, but he also knows it might have been like the worst thing he could have done because now he has no money for Yale. It's so tough. This is such a sad situation, and I feel that it's just there's no right answer. Right. Because if you choose to tour, then you'll have, if you chose to tour, then you do have the money. You might have had the money for your kid's college, but then you miss out on the most important part, which is bonding and building that foundation and right. being there for your kids during their teenage years. Totally. Yeah, it's hard. I, I don't envy Rufus whatsoever. No. This is a really tough no. decision. Uh, while that's happening, we have a scene. The girls, Serena and Blair, are dress shopping for a dress for this co-op party that Lily is hosting at the Vander Woodson's that night. Serena admits to Blair that... The Poppy Gabriel situation is, you know, not ideal, but he's promises they're not sleeping together and she trusts him. But Blair is uber skeptical, as is the audience, because something fishy is going on here. And Serena brings up the first time she met Gabriel or so what he's told her. And Blair references the night that Georgina roofied Serena and how amazing it is that he saw her on that night where she was probably incoherent like what a love story and Mm -hmm. serena says that she doesn't remember much but gabriel promises she was totally lucid when they met she just doesn't remember him and blair says that gabriel is having his cake and eating poppies too (laughs) in which serena rebuttals that blair is pretty much doing the same thing to chuck and nate by stringing both of them along yeah. Sort of. I mean, she hasn't really spoken to Chuck recently, except for the night before, but she isn't wrong. And then Serena also goes even deeper to mention how Nate cheated on Blair with Serena. And she does. That was a low blow. Low blow, right? And like, doesn't that show like Nate's true colors? Like, you better watch out for him. And Blair's like, oh, oh, okay. Quickly stops fighting. To tell Serena that she loves her, but and she's just looking out for her. She doesn't want to see her get hurt. Serena runs back in to try the other dress on, and that's where the scene ends. In this scene, I was Team Blair. Yeah, same. Because one, as much I mean, Blair is always over the top, and while her spying is just coming from a good place, and and she was doing it originally by herself, and then Chuck found her. It's not like she hit up Chuck to right. do this. And, you know, she has a bad gut feeling. And I love the fact that 
as soon as Serena gets dirty and low, she's like, whoa, like, I love you and I just don't want you to get hurt. Yeah, I loved how Blair immediately turned the fight into a positive note, which yeah, generally Blair would have said something really, really nasty and walked away. But she is starting to grow a little bit here. And I even said in the Netflix party, I loved how Blair was scheming, but she never once was a bitch to anyone. And like, that's no. what I like to see. Yeah, same. And the fact of even after this talk where Serena, like I said, for (laughs) third time now, that really low blow, she continues to do so. Right. Because she knows something's up. Yeah, definitely. During this time, Nate brings his friend Chuck to his new leased apartment that he intends to have as like a middle ground between Columbia and NYU and so that Blair doesn't have to take the subway and Chuck congratulates him on this apartment but also mentions like dude you could have just called me to tell me but Nate pretty much brought Chuck there to show him that him and Blair are serious and is obviously threatened by their little chat that they had the night before Chuck knows that now Blake uh that nate knows he saw blair and can tell he's jealous and chuck kind of just was like you know what i'm gonna help blair and blair's calling him at this point and so he answers and he knows that blair is calling him to talk about gabriel and he's in for the plan because that's chuck he likes to scheme as well yeah and nate in this scene was is kind of just marking his territory yeah and i love when chuck says that if you just want, if you wanted to mark your territory, you should have just peed on her. <laughs> yeah. God, so gross. But yes, essentially, right? Yeah. At the Vanderwoodsons that night, it's the co-op meeting. Lily bakes her speech, and it's time for cocktails. Blair finds Gabriel and decides to drag him all around the penthouse to essentially lure him into Serena's bedroom so that Chuck can bring Poppy into that room as well and attempt to set them up. Poppy acts jealous that Gabriel is with Serena and makes him choose between her or Serena. And of course he picks Serena. Supposedly he'll lose all of his investors along with Poppy, but you know, she leaves and he needs a moment of air. After that, Chuck sees Gabriel on the phone. He's lurking and watching him. We do see Chuck question the night that Gabriel met Serena at Butter. He can tell he's lying there. Serena goes up to Gabriel and pushes him to find some investors at her party, including her mother. And then Rufus wants a piece of the pie as well. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We go over to Nate and Blair. He surprises her at the co-op party and tells her about their new apartment and does ask her to move in with him. And, of course, she agrees, but Chuck overhears this and can't believe that she's going to move in with him. But also he has information about Gabriel and they want to tell Serena. So Nate's like, can we just go see the apartment? But Blair's like, I have to go help my friend out. (laughs) So they bring Serena into her bedroom and they tell her that Gabriel's lying but you know Serena's like come on guys everything that you're accusing him of sounds so stupid even Chuck and Blair think that it sounds stupid that 
you know, he might have gotten the, the restaurant mixed up or, you know, it, it, the secretive phone call just sounds so ridiculous. And so she leaves to go find Gabriel. I, I actually really liked this scene mm. because this is the only time Serena didn't annoy me. Yeah, same. She's like, are you are you too serious? And you guys know at the end of the day you're just doing this so you can have some Chuck and Blair time. Yeah, she's like, you guys are just doing all of this so you can be near each other. And it does seem like that would be plausible. However, the audience knows that there's obviously something up with Gabriel. But what Serena is saying is valid. Like, you guys are just pulling at straws here and there's nothing. You have no validity in in your accusations. Right. And by the fact that, yes, Blair is doing this because she cares for Serena, there is a part of both of them that love scheming together. Yeah. Totally. I mean, they love obviously. scheming and they love scheming together. Together. Mm-hmm. Right. Chuck still says to Blair, hey, even though Serena doesn't believe us, we have to go to the root of all of this. So they decide to go find Georgina. And Nate is not really okay with this, but ultimately says he has to trust Blair. She does invite him to come, like, come with us. She does. Nate yep. says no. Uh, he's just going to go back to their apartment. Hopefully Blair will come and see it, but she's going to go find Georgina. And so Chuck and Blair get into his limo and he reminds her, like, Georgina's actually not where we thought she was and <laughs> it's going to be a long ride. So uh, let's go over to the Humphreys kids night at the loft. We have Dan arriving home after work to find Vanessa waiting for him to play I Never, and she reveals she slept with Chuck twice, and Dan admits to almost sleeping with Georgina. Vanessa mentions that Dan's life may suck right now, but at least he didn't have to get an STD panel this week. (laughs) I do. I love this scene, actually. So funny. And then Dan's like, wait, why does my life suck? And Vanessa has to reveal to him that because of the gallery not being able to be sold, Rufus doesn't have the money for Yale, so he's probably not going there. And yeah. Dan says that Rufus probably is the only other person more upset about this, and he has to much, pretty much you know, debate on what he's going to do next, like what's his next plan. As that's going on, we do have a quick scene of Jenny and Rufus walking together on the street. He's obviously upset. Jenny thinks it's because he wants to propose to Lily and she reassures him that her and Dan are totally okay with this. And if you want to go through with it, you just got to take the leap, you know, not knowing that Rufus is upset about his finances. And he's like, oh, it's probably not the best time because of his finances. And but Jenny, you know, prompts him to take the leap anyway. We have the next day. Chuck and Blair wake up. They're holding hands in the back of this limo. They yeah, it's cute actually. I remember. But here's the thing: this. where did they go? Um, I don't. They don't tell you exactly where this camp is. But is it upstate. She's from Connecticut originally, so that's where Blair thought they were going, which would make sense. It's like a not a quick drive, but quicker than I guess where this camp is. But, Maybe okay. upstate. Yeah. It must be upstate because that red car that they drive away in, not to jump ahead, but there's a New York state license plate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it's, I guess it's still in New York somewhere. And so it took so long. It, it's kind of like they had to wait because there's limited visiting hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, but they wake up in the limo. They 
are fixing themselves up, Chuck decides it's probably best if he visits Georgina alone because of their history and also because this is Blair's like sworn enemy. And so, you know, Blair thinks that Chuck just dragged her out there to get her away from her first night in her apartment with Nate and Chuck reveals that maybe Nate's motives weren't really as pure as she thought they were and maybe he asked her to move in in spite of Chuck. And so then Chuck gets out of the limo, goes to see Georgina, who has completely changed. She's been saved, and Chuck thinks that she's got this whole camp fooled and that she's still this evil, manipulative bitch, and this is her way of getting out of, like, this boot camp that she was sent to by her parents. Uh, He asks her about the night she drugs Serena And she says that she's never heard of Gabriel, nor did they even go out that night. They just went back to Georgina's place, watched the hills, and Serena passed out on her shoulder. So this already now confirms what Chuck was already thinking, that Gabriel is full of shit. And now he has the proof from, you know, the source itself. As this is all happening, though, Serena and Gabriel are lounging after an obvious sex lounging. sex That's encounter. <laughs> and Serena tells him that Chuck and Blair have it out for him. And she then questions him about the night that they met. However, she adds in a little twist by lying about Georgina's hair color stating it was fire red and Gabriel slips up and so she realizes that he is lying about something and decides to leave his place so Serena calls Chuck to admit to them that hey you guys are probably right I don't know what he's lying about Georgina actually already has proven to Chuck that this that he's a liar and so Chuck tells Serena like look hold on I'm gonna be there soon but then goes to see that his limo has been taken by Blair because she's obviously upset about thinking that Chuck lured her out there and so he's like oh I'm gonna have to find another way out yeah why do you think she called Chuck and not Blair um or did she call both and we just didn't see maybe maybe she did call Blair and Blair was like, I left, and so she then called Chuck, but... Because, you know, Blair was the one who started this whole parade. Yeah. Maybe she feels like there's a part of her that believes Chuck more. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. Like, That's true. Not that they both don't love Serena equally, because they're... Like, he is now her steps brother, and so he he does have a special place for the Vanderwoods, and so... I don't know, maybe she just felt like he was more reliable on these things than, like... Yeah, and he has helped her in the past with certain things. Yeah, and I think he's much more savvy in, like, the legal aspects of everything, too. So maybe she thought it was something to do with that. Maybe. Yeah. After Serena leaves Gabriel's apartment, or his hotel room, I should say, because he isn't from New York... Uh, Poppy shows up to Gabriel's place and they're talking about how well their plan went that night before. And I guess they're quick on their feet because Poppy didn't know that Chuck was going to call her, nor did Gabriel know Poppy was going to be at the party. So they're these like amazing actors and actresses like this. Right. They're amazing. Amazing. This whole deal. Yeah. Uh, Poppy brags about 
how they got so many investors from that co-op party. See, I'm con- confused as to if they had investors. I-, I guess they had to have had investors, but also we'll go into it a little bit more next week um, with the history of his scheming, but he, I don't know if he already had the plan of asking like making serena come to the realization like people could help him at the party like yeah i'm sure he was just waiting to see when the perfect opportunity would strike yeah and he knew a party would come up at some point right so he was in it for the long haul i'm just curious of the fact that this is all a big lie and they're just trying to get money right Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah right well yeah We'll get into that a little bit more next week. Okay. But um, so Poppy's excited about all these new investors. They're pretty much almost ready to like get skedaddle. They have everything they need. But Gabriel gets a voicemail from Serena stating that she's coming back to his hotel room to talk. Poppy thinks that she sounds nervous in which Gabriel thinks she does too. And Gabriel's mad at Poppy that she didn't research this whole butter night out very you know, properly, and he might have slipped up, not realizing that he already did. And they get a knock on the door. They think it's Serena, but it just so happens to be Rufus with his check. Oh, bad timing. Bad timing. I know. It, like, (laughs) really hurt. Yeah. To sum up the Serena plot, Serena heads to Gabriel's on the phone with Chuck, but finds that he's not there. It's empty. But then Poppy, the actress comes in and claims that Gabriel has fled and has all of her money and the investor's money and she doesn't know where he went. So Serena, of course, is like, oh, he's sc- he scammed Poppy too. No. Yeah, I know. Bitch, no. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Blair heads back to Nate's new apartment and she admits that it was a mistake to go with Chuck, but he doesn't even really care about that. He's like, just like, hang out here. But She's confronts Nate on asking him why he decided to ask her to move in in the first place. He admits that he was jealous of Chuck and he does apologize and states that he loves her, which I feel like we haven't heard him say to her yet, at least not no. in this the second time of the relationship. So well, at least we know he loves her, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess their own form yeah. of love. Uh, at the loft, Rufus brings Dan some coffee, and Dan states he knows about the whole gallery situation. And he also mentions that he got into a bunch of other schools that offer financial aid, including NYU, and that means that he would be able to live at home. But Rufus doesn't want Dan to get his hopes up about Yale because of what he invested in. Now, the audience is like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, money no. there. Jenny enters to reveal that Dan and her pooled their money together to buy that ring that Rufus was eyeing at the, uh, what's that called? The antique shop? Yes, at the antique shop. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And they mention, they're like, please, Dad, you should propose to Lily. And so he thinks about it. He's, he's, he's not opposed to it at this point. Um, And then we have our last scene of Chuck calling a cab to get back to the city and reveals to Georgina that Blair took his limo. Once Georgina hears Blair's name, she decides to head back to the city with him. 
It's like so- she comes out of her trance. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Blair, I haven't been to the city in quite a while. Yeah. Why do you think uh, Blair is her trigger? Uh, just because of the past and everything with Serena and the pole and all of it. Yeah. But that that's the end of the episode. So we can take a short break and we'll come back uh, with our segments. Okay. There are so many interesting facts about May 26th. It's National Paper Airplane Day in the U.S. It's National Sorry Day in Australia. And it's also our network's fourth anniversary on Patreon. You have heard us talk about our little home on the internet that is our Patreon. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform in which you can support your favorite artists. We are so grateful for ours because it allows us to continue to produce our podcasts. Now is your chance to join our Patreon family. For the month of May, new members can receive over 35% off our IT3 Podcast Network subscription. That's right. For only $4.99, you will be able to experience all of the bonus content you're currently missing out on. Some of those perks include the ability to listen to our episodes a day early, ad-free, group hangs via Zoom, and our Thursday night Gossip Girl Netflix parties. Guys, these are so much fun. It has made Thursday the best day of the week. You'll have access to our Patreon-exclusive podcasts such as RiverPod, a Riverdale podcast, and Lissa's new Roswell-inspired podcast, Crashing Down with Liss. In addition to all of this, we think you'll truly enjoy getting to know everyone and form some pretty cool friendships. This is a limited-time offer, and we would love to have you to become part of our fam. Whether you choose to join or not, we still love each and every one of our listeners and appreciate all the support throughout the years. All right, so we're back from break. We can go into some trivia. The episode title is based off of the movie Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. The episode takes place on April 25th, 2009. I don't know where they got that from. Um, But the imbecile ex-president that Dan refers to is former President George W. Bush. I figured. One goof we have in this episode, Georgina told Chuck that the night she roofied Serena, they were back in her hotel room watching The Hills by Midnight, However, in Women on the Verge, when Dan gets the call from the bartender at One Oak from Serena's phone, he said she left the bar at 2 in the morning. So, Oh, interesting. Yeah, a little continuity there. But uh, music in this episode, we have Waters of March by Anya Marina, Is This Sound Okay by The Coconut Records, Your Way by Zuzu Fang, You Are A Fever by The Kills, and Somehow by Downside. Uh, before we do our questions and comments, I posted on Patreon a really fun season one interview from PaleyFest08. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't spoil too much, and it is available on Amazon Prime if you are curious and have Amazon Prime. I uh, posted the link on Patreon, so 
I can't post the actual link because it's via Amazon Prime and it wouldn't let me post it because I guess it's not free for everyone, whatever. But um, some tea I thought I should mention from the interview if you don't have time to uh, listen to it. But I thought it was interesting that Blake Lively says that most of them were signed onto a six-year contract, which I didn't know. I mean, the, this, the show does have six seasons, but I didn't realize that they were all signed on. Most of them were signed on for all of them. So Wow. Yeah. Layton, who plays Blair, she dyed her hair brown before she even got the role because I guess the producers, I guess the network didn't, wasn't sure. And so in order for them to really convince them that she was Blair, she had to dye her hair brown because she was a natural blonde. Um, I, you guys let me know how you felt when you watch, but I felt though, as though Matthew, who plays Rufus, was, I don't know, a bit weird and felt like he was flirting with Kelly, even though they were both married at this point. So I felt a little uncomfortable here. Maybe they just have a really good chemistry. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I should watch it. Yeah. Um, they make fun of Ed Westwick's accent, which I think is really funny. That how they can't understand anything he says, even though he's. He, I mean, he's very understandable, but they just like to uh, bust his yeah. balls. I guess the thing I loved most was when Blake Lively says that there's something to be said about how Serena wants to change in the first season even though she doesn't have to. And I'm like, you know Mm. what? That's such a good point because, you know, we're at the end of season two. I'm having a hard time agreeing with Serena's choices, and I feel like she's reverting back to her old self a bit. But when I heard Blake say that, it kind of made me, like, put myself in Serena's shoes a little bit and know that, like, this good girl thing is not really her, like, first M.O., and it's going to be hard for her to kind of understand how to be that like more laxed normal version of herself and so I just liked how Blake like I guess they truly you know understand their characters so when she said that I was like oh you know what you're right I feel like I'm putting so much pressure on this 17 year old girl who grew up getting everything she wants and the fact that she wants to change like that says something about her but it also doesn't come naturally to her so Kind of it's have to weird understand because, that. yeah, I'll have to watch this because maybe I'll have a better and not a better, but I'll more respect for the characters. But I mean, the thing with Serena is she's just she's not malicious. No, like Blair, you want her to just be better, but you also know she's Blair. Serena to me just comes off very. It's not naive, but almost I don't want to say dumb. Mm-hmm. Kind of dumb. Naive, though. I mean, naive is a and great just, way of putting it. She's not dumb. I, just the way she acts sometimes. And it maybe it's just her character of her personality type or a trait is that she falls fast. And she, she's young. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. No, but I, I agree. I totally agree. It's a good point. Though. Yeah. I mean, if you have the chance to watch it I I in my opinion and you guys will let me know what you think I felt like all of these actors were pretty much verbatim their characters so I don't know if that means that they bring a little bit of themselves to their character which I'm sure happens or they're that good in like I think they bring a little bit of yeah and so I felt like yeah 
every time someone spoke, I was like, wow, Blake, you are reminding me so much of Serena. Wow, Ed, you are completely Chuck. And, like, the only one that's just, well, it's kind of like first season Jenny. Taylor was so uber sweet. It just, I felt like I was watching the first season of them just doing interviews. And so I just Mm. thought that was really interesting. And you guys should definitely check it out if you have, it's like an hour but you can listen to it as like a podcast if you wanted to. You don't necessarily have to watch it, but that's a good idea actually. I'll do yeah, it tomorrow. It's just fun. Okay. I just thought it was yeah. good and it's right before they even end season 1. So we don't even meet Georgina yet. Um they do announce that Michelle Trachtenberg was going to be on the show and so there's no spoilers whatsoever. It's it's safe. Um cool. just fun. Yeah. All right, let's get into our questions and comments. Yes. We'll start with our friend Mike Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram. He said, hey, listen, Michelle, happy Thursday. Here are my comments and questions for this episode. Sadly, I don't think there's a Sag Award this week as they didn't really have any scenes together. I give this episode an overall ranking of two because a Sagless episode is a poor episode. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Georgina is back. Do you buy this whole good girl version of her or do you think it's all an act? Where do you see her character arc going? I'll start with that. I have no idea. I at first I was like, okay, she's in a trance and she's <laughs> she's changed. But I don't know. She's gonna go back to the city and cause some havoc for sure. Okay. Have either of you ever made up fake personalities for fun like Serena and George Serena and Georgina used to? <laughs> well, you talked about your tennis when you oh, went yeah. to the US Open. Um, I told everyone on our Zoom hangout this month that when I was younger, my dad, my dad's a huge golfer, and he took my sister and I to the U.S. Open one year, and golf is just not my thing. I don't find it to be entertaining. I'm sorry if that's your thing, but to entertain myself, I decided to speak in a British accent the entire day. Uh, and kept my sister and I very entertained. Actually, my sister would roll her eyes. My dad thought it was quite funny, so it's just, it was... It was a good day. But also, I mean, like, in college and stuff, I would tell guys, like, my name was Erica. And, like, that was at it. Just so they, like, you know, guys I wasn't interested in. Like, so they wouldn't really know my real name. <laughs> but that's yeah, about it. Yeah, I did it. that. I yeah. did that once at a party that I went to. It was, like, Aunt's childhood friend. Oh, my and God. And Aunt brought me, Ricky, and Andrew. And they were being really lame. And so I left them. And I pretty much mingled with all these people at the party and I made up a fake name and I got this guy's number and then he started to like wanting to sex and then I, I like let him on and then aunt was like, that's not cool. Cause at the time I was with ants, so. <laughs> but I was like, cool. no, I'm just doing this because you guys, all you want to do is like smoke weed in the basement and I'm at a party with people I don't know. Right. No, that's This is like the perfect time for me to be entertained right now. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. It was really fun. Mike also wants to know, or uh, why do you think Chuck is so set on proving to Serena that Gabriel is lying? Is it because he's trying to be the older brother, because it's Blair's best friend, or neither? I think a little bit of both, plus he's bored. Yeah, agreed. And as soon as, especially, well, because he wants to work with Blair, but also now... Lily is investing, mm-hmm. so it's kind of let's look after that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from both Josh Schwartz worlds, we had scams. Which one do you think was worse, 
Poppy and Gabriel or Charlotte and Julie? Well, it's hard to say because we haven't seen the extent of the whole Gabriel Poppy let's, thing. Yeah, let's touch upon this when I see the end of this. Yeah, all right. To, we'll follow up with this question next week. Uh, his favorite quotes from the episode, Oh, Nate, what are you doing here? I thought there was a Mets game. I saw Dorota wearing her hat. Uh, love that. How bad your life sucks right now. You didn't need an STD panel this week. Headband counter is one. That's all for this week. Thanks again for setting up the Netflix party. It's always a blast. I hope me leaving made the ending run smoothly until next week. It actually did, Mike. So It did, Mike. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for your questions. We'll go over to Muse Chick. She says, yay, so glad I was able to join the Netflix party. It was fun chatting. Keep those gossip words coming. Oh, my God, Georgina is back. I don't know if she's really good, though. She did tell Chuck the truth. Ugh, Poppy and Gabriel, so it was all about the money, and of course they already took Rufus for a fool. I hope Serena stopped her mom from paying, but why would Serena leave him a voicemail? I would have surprised him. Blair and Nate, blah, he's still so jealous that she hangs out with Chuck after everything they've been through. One comment from Chuck and Nate goes crazy. I do like that Blair tried to help Serena find the truth out, though I pictured them in a car eating chips, you know, like a real stakeout. <laughs> yeah. I love that Padge and Jenny are on board with Rufus proposing to Lily. I'm so happy for them. Do you think Blair will move in with, with uh, Nate, Nate? No. No. Do you think Georgina will actually be the one to help Serena find Gabriel, or who do you think will find him? Mm, pop mm. well here's the thing like poppy is now i think maybe georgina will scheme with poppy and find out how to get him mm-hmm. i think georgina will come in clutch here okay will serena catch poppy as a lying bitch <laughs> yes but i think through georgina okay were you expecting vanessa to tell patch the truth about chuck I actually forgot about that, so... <laughs> well, you did want to know what happens with I, that. I did, but then I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I, I Yeah, I didn't know why it was such a big deal. I get why it's a big deal, because, ew. It's Chuck. Right? She ew. hates Chuck. She loathes and Chuck. twice. 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 But the big deal to tell Padge, I mean, you know, he's done his things. He slept with a teacher. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. Know. Um, she said, as always, stay safe, sane, and healthy. So thank you, Vic. Thank you, Vic. Mrs. Boquist on Instagram, she says, so many things about this episode annoyed me. Mate's jealousy and insecurity about his relationship. Gabriel and Poppy's acting at the co-op. Serena blindly believing Gabriel. Rufus falling for the scam. I also really enjoyed the time with Rufus and Jenny. I think they need some more sweet daddy-daughter time after some recent tumultuous times. Headbands, I only saw two. Quotes, Blair seriously has the best one-liners. Poppin' Poppy. North Carolina. Carolina-er. Yeah. I can't believe I have to see my sworn enemy with Nancy Pelosi hair. (laughs) Have you been saved too? Fashion, Poppy and Blair at the co-op party, Blair Chartreuse Coat. MVP for her this week is Jenny for being super sweet to Rufus and letting him know she was okay with proposing. Shittiest Gabriel, Blue Ribbon goes to Poppy. And then she sent me some three gossip words for next week. So thank you, Jess. Um, Thank you. We do have an email from Sean. 
He just wanted to say, I wanted to share... I just wanted to share a few of my favorite quotes and moments from this episode and to say that Chuck has really become very funny to me lately. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but every time Gossip Girl speaks this episode, she has a theme and makes all of these references to kings, queens, knights, and princesses. Mm. Uh, Blair says, how's the foreigner? Serena says, Gabriel is from North Carolina. That's in the United States. <laughs> Blair, but not by choice. Let me remind you of a little thing called the Civil War. Chuck says, Blair, I see you're, you're wearing your beret. Who are we spying on tonight? Georgina, I went to church, found Jesus, and told him all of my sins. Chuck, well, I bet that was a long talk. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. And Thank you, Sean. And before we wrap up our segment, I just wanted to shout out someone on Twitter who left us a great comment. Um, at Reckless Harmony, her name is Ashley. She says, I love that you girls aren't too hard on Jenny yet. Everyone seems to hate her, and I never minded her and have always defended her. Granted, I might be a little biased because I love Taylor's band, The Pretty Reckless. It's my favorite band, and I've only ever watched Gossip Girl for her. Ooh. So thank you for giving us some Jenny love. Thank you. Make I mean, feel like, you know, we're doing the right thing. I, I feel that we discuss Jenny appropriately. Same. You know, like like Serena, both of us are like, oh, we don't know what annoys us. She just annoys me. But Jenny, it, I feel every time we, whether we're happy with her or sad about her or mad about her, it's justified. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I agree. The Serena stuff, I, I listen. She's just annoying. Right. I, don't, I can't justify it as much as I Sorry. justify some yeah, of the others. Yeah, it's not great, but that's it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go into our fashion headband counter. I only had one headband. I had one as well. Blair's headband, right? Yes. Um, I have to LOL at Chuck's basketball outfit. You got to give that a shout out. Yeah, I had that. I also like Jenny's hair. Me too. Looks so good. Uh, Blair's beret, of course. Yes. Um, I did love Blair's origami print. It just reminded me of origami or dress at the party. It was like metallic mm-hmm. mint, mint and gold. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I also loved her like glamourish eyeshadow, but like also subtle. I just loved that like gold tone on her lid. And then before that, when she was wearing that red dress, she had this just like very defined eye. She just, I liked her makeup a lot in this episode. I did like her dress, too, the red and black dress. Yeah, she's got such a tiny waist. My goodness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Did you see Vanessa's horseshoe necklace? Loved that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I wanted to shout out Chuck's leather gloves. I enjoyed them. I don't know if Sean enjoyed them, but I did. (laughs) So ridiculous. I did love Blair's coat when she's the chartreuse when she's Mm -hmm. leaving the party. Two chartreuse coats she has. This one's a little bit more yellow than the one yeah. she had last week, but they're both amazing. Um, I really did like that last scene. Serena's wearing that tan pea coat with like a light blue scarf. I thought that looked nice yes. together. And I also liked her faux, or maybe it was real leather, but it was kind of like a moto jacket. Mm-hmm. In the it's probably real leather. <laughs> yeah. And um, I liked Chuck's navy suit with the pink shirt and the pocket square. I mean, I know it's a classic Chuck look, but I always like navy and pink together. I think that looks nice. Yeah, that is a good combo. Want to go into some quotes? Sure. You know how I feel about ironic facial hair. (laughs) 
Rats go underground, not Waldorf's. Yep, I had that too. Uh, not cool. I sometimes make chili. <laughs> oh, I'm a cater waiter. <laughs> Gabriel is still popping poppy. I love, well, if you needed to mark your territory so bad, Nathaniel, you might have well have just peed on her. <laughs> I liked when Georgina said that when, I don't remember the first part, but she just mentioned how they're going to put on a passion play. Mm-hmm. She's getting all the props together for it. Uh, Poppy, she's awfully needy, isn't she? Yes. Gabriel, what the hell is butter? <laughs> uh, butter's closed, sadly. I forget when it did close, but oh. I never got to go there. I just think of butter nail polish. Butter London. Oh, butter London, yeah. Uh, I never slept with Chuck Bass twice. Uh, Blair, I loathe Murray Hill. Mm-hmm. Going to MVP and shittiest. I struggled with my MVP. I'm surprised by my MVP. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, on three. Yep. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Blair. Blair. Oh! oh. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't really know why I picked Blair, but I, I guess she bothered me the least out of everyone. Same. <laughs> yeah, and just the scene of her and Serena clothes shopping, dress shopping, and when she could have gone nasty, she said, no, I'm just trying to help you because I love you and I don't want you to get hurt. Yes, agreed. She was just looking out for her friend in the entire episode. Got to give her props for that. And while I know that she... It it looks bad, right? Because she does want to help Serena, and it just so happens that Chuck is helping her. So it it looks bad towards Nate that she's choosing Chuck over Nate. But and maybe she's still trying to figure out her feelings too. Mm-hmm. But she is she does want to shut it down, and it's hard to tell too. It's like, are you really doing this because you want to spend time with Chuck? Or are you really doing this because you want to help Serena? But I'm just gonna go with the fact that she is trying to help Serena. Yeah, I agree. Uh, shittiest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of a cop out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. And then like a side of Poppy. Yeah, the side of Poppy. <laughs> I'm just confused about Poppy. Was she always this way? Because weren't her and Serena friends? Her and Serena are new friends, though. So we don't really know yet much about Poppy. Okay, so she's just kind of a no. I know we talked about this last week, but I just thought she was kind of the it socialite. Right. And I know I said this last week as well, so I'm probably repeating myself. But, okay, so we just don't know that much about her and her background. Right, but we will dive into that a little bit more next week. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, but Gabriel, for obvious reasons, he's a liar. It's for some reason that perfect smile makes me want to just rip it right out of his mouth. Like, yeah, he's uh, he just seems right. so pretentious, but also Agreed. trying to be this like southern nice boy, but he doesn't really pull that off very well. I don't know. Same. Yep. But yeah, Poppy does Agreed. deserve a blue ribbon because she's pretty shitty too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's that time of the week where I would usually name our patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week. But 
this week's a little different. I'm going to name off all of our amazing patrons that we have with the IT3 network. We are so thankful for every single one of them. Some of them have been with us for many years. And I just wanted to shout out all of them because you deserve to be recognized for all of your support. Yay! Yes, so we have Victoria, Tish, Teresa, Steve, Sophie, Shanna, Sean, Ryan, Rihanna, Michelle, Michael, Matthew, Michaela, Logan, Kristen, Corey, Kendall, Kelsey M, Kelsey B, Caitlin, Jimmy, Jessica, Jacqueline, Jillian, Emily, Daphne, Chloe, Bethany, Ava, Amanda, Allison, and Alexis! Woo! So many wonderful humans that we have grown to really love and we appreciate everything that you've done for us. You have no idea what you've done for us. And I, the best part about having this Patreon network is to get to know every one of you. And it's just, it makes my day when I can sit down and have our Netflix party and talk to you guys just about your day, what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you like. And it's, we truly have made like 30 plus new friends or, you know, know. extended throughout the years. So, yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful platform and we just love you guys. So I will give you the title for next week and our three gossip words. Yes, I'm so excited. Three gossip words. So for next week, the title is The Wrath of Khan. Of Khan? C-O-N, Khan. Oh, okay. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's season two, episode 23. We are two episodes away from the finale. And my three gossip words this week are actually three Ps. (laughs) Okay. Um, The first is plan, Mm -hmm. police, payment. Okay. Yes. The three Ps. The three important P's mm-hmm. were this Gabriel and Poppy. You should have had a four one in Poppy. Poppy should be the fourth. Uh, yeah, so clearly situation's going to happen because Gabriel's on the run. So maybe we're going to get the police involved with Gabriel. And then at the end, he'll be like, oh, no, Poppy's involved too. Mm-hmm. And then they'll arrest her. Okay. I'm worried about this payment situation, but how fast... They all were writing checks at that party, huh? Yeah, so Rufus was, like, pretty much the last one to get his money in. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hopefully they can get their money back, or hopefully Rufus didn't lose all of his money, or he didn't get a chance to cash his money yet. Mm -hmm. Gabriel cashed the money up. But uh, I think this is going to be, like, a wild goose chase, and then Georgina's going to come in and really help out. Yeah. Instead of creating... A mess. I think she's gonna help and scheme in her con ways. Right. Yeah. She's uh. Well, you know this new this new Georgina. It's gonna be interesting next week to see if that's really something that she's putting on as a facade or if she truly has changed. And you will see that come next week. <laughs> Yeah, I could see a little bit of both. Right. Like, you, you can't get rid of that all. You can never get rid of the bad bitch. No. For good, no. at least. It's it's in there. Yeah. yeah. Given your knowledge of past weeks and this episode, who do you believe is either working for Gossip Girl or could possibly be her herself? 
Poppy. Poppy. Just because it's the only person I really think is bad enough to have done things. I mean, I mean, have stirred up the ship because everybody was working on different things. Right. Like, Serena's the center of it, so I, I just don't think it's her. Mm-hmm. And Blair was busy helping her friend with Chuck and Nate. And definitely not Nate and not Chuck. So I'm going to go with Poppy. Okay. But process of elimination. Yeah. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is it for tonight. Thank you to everyone who sent us their questions and comments, their emails. So much fun. Our Netflix party is always a blast. We love the all best. our participants, our patrons. We love them. If you are an Apple Podcast user and you haven't left us a review yet and you've been listening for like 30 plus weeks at this point, maybe you want to give us a shout out on there and a review, maybe five stars. That's pretty cool. We'll love you forever. Um, If you want to join our Patreon family, our wonderful Patreon family, you can head over to ittakes3network.com, make a pledge for a very special reduced price this month. And, you know, we will be here for all of the gossip talk. We're excited to talk to you guys until next week for The Wrath of the Khan. Kind of a weird, hard title to say. But (laughs) (laughs) until next week, guys. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.